Are you ready to listen to my dad, Joe, and Uncle Justin talk about sports? Now on with the show. The Joe Mays and J-Raff Show is brought to you by Mays Sandwich Shop, which have been serving the greater Westlawn area delicious food for over 70 years. You are listening to the Joe Mays and J-Raff Show. Boring. A <clears throat> weekly podcast about sports since 2011. Don't you ever get tired of being wrong all the time. With a focus on football. 36-yard line of Philly. Shotgun snap to Hertz. Dropping back. Only one person rushing. Hertz looking, standing still, winding up. Long pass. It lands at the 20. No one is there. Zeros on the clock. It's over. It's over. The Chiefs have won. The Chiefs have won Super Bowl 57 on a game-winning field goal. Trailing at 10. At the halftime stop, 24-14, they go on to win 38-35. What a game. Now, here are your hosts, Joe Mays and Justin Raffoff. All right. I'm not going to do much of an intro here because we're going to dive right into this quickly. Although, Justin, I don't know that that intro ever hit as hard as it does right now. Oh, it's never been more appropriate <laughs> than it does right now than it was tonight. And I know you probably are still hurting, and I'm sorry. Yeah, we, we, we had our good therapy session after that. We, we ripped <laughs> that Band-Aid off real quick. Um, yeah, and honestly... A big part of why it was easier to rip that Band-Aid off is, <laughs> is, is the, here. the guy right. that's sitting right next right. to you. Yeah, so, so um, not to bury the lead, but we're uh, welcoming back for, um, well, you've been on with us a few times before, Chad, but um, I don't think we've actually talked to you in person since you've won the Super Bowl. Now, not once, but twice, as we heard in the intro, which uh, it, it hits Justin every time with your, your last victory over the Eagles. But uh, we appreciate you joining us again here over the show. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. So, uh, it's been uh, it's been a few years since we had you here, and uh, you uh, you graced us on the phone a few years ago, where I just was like, "Hey, you got a second after you know just helping your team clinch a, a playoff victory," and you joined us for a few minutes, which uh, was awesome. And uh, you know, we're looking forward to talking about Super Bowl and um, a retirement announcement from you. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to the show, and it's definitely great to be back here and. Good old Reading, Pennsylvania, and to see you guys as well. Yeah, well, let's 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 start there. Uh, how have things been with your uh, hectic last four or five weeks? Yeah, I mean, obviously after the Super Bowl, when you get back to Kansas City, um, you know, with the parade, uh, obviously we're on a move. Uh, we had one last basketball tournament with Chase's, uh, my son's uh, basketball team. So it's been a whirlwind, but at the same time, this was their first experience right after the Super Bowl to go to the parade, which was awesome. And uh, then we got up and moved, and we're finally trying to get settled in in Pennsylvania, but we're, we're getting there, and uh, kudos to my wife, Brittany, for doing a lot of that. Yeah, I, I can't imagine how quickly you had to get all that together, but you, you I, I know you've been on a few shows to talk about this already, and you uh, talked with Adam Schefter, you were on Ross Tucker's podcast. Uh, when did you know you were going to retire? Is that something that you talked about often with the family 
Or is that something that kind of hit you this year that you thought that this would be the end? Yeah, I think right before the season. I mean, just going through training, just how my body felt, my mindset at that uh, at that particular time was definitely ready to go. Um, I was still competitive, obviously. I, I wanted to finish off on the right way, and luckily we did. But um, after talking over with Brittany and the kids, and of course they would say, you know, why don't you play till you're like Tom Brady? And I'm like, well, you know, it's just a little bit different, but I want to be more involved in their lives. And I just feel like my aspirations are elsewhere. And, you know, I felt like I did what I needed to do in my career. And I can, you know, say I go out as a Super Bowl champion and what, what better way? Uh, yeah, really. I, I don't think you can go out any better. Yeah. Uh, it's what everyone's always talking about. You know, John Elway back to back and he went out. Sure. Uh, Peyton Manning got to do it now. Um, both guys, by the way, you have the same number of a uh, Super Bowl wins as. So, uh, did you see that that one meme going around? <laughs> I, I, I did see that. Uh, Chad Henney no. has as many Super Bowls or more Super Bowls than these combined quarterbacks, and of course, my buddy Dan Marino's on that list because he's got a big zero on there. But uh, I just thought it was great, and that was one of the fun things that uh, that we got to see across social media is after you won again, is all these people just posting stuff about you. I mean, it's all and the great thing is it's all positive. Like yeah. everything I saw was just awesome. Like people just making up stuff and it's just like congratulating you. And uh, one of the coolest things that come out and it was um, just in the last week or 10 days was the chiefs post to you. They posted an awesome, like farewell. Yeah, video. Did yeah. you know that they were doing something like that? I didn't. And I, I thought that was awesome. I mean, not that it brought tears to my eyes, but it just like the respect, the mutual respect between me, the organization, the players was uh, just awesome just to see that. Now, I know you're retired, uh, but was your contract also up with the yes. Chiefs? Yes, yes. Had they talked to you before knowing you were retiring, like thinking, Bill, like, hey, maybe we can run this back again with you? Or? Well, so they didn't know. So yeah, until like after know. the game and then it kind of all, you know, fuzzied out. Um they, they didn't know that I was going to retire. And then, obviously, the exit meetings, talking to the Coach Reed, talking to Brett Feach. And, of course, they're like, well, are you sure you want to do this? Or, like, what do you want to do? You want to keep playing? Do you want to coach? And I said, well, I'm just going to, you know, have some time with my family, discuss what we're going to do. Uh, obviously, you know, we always talked about training quarterbacks in the area and obviously being around my family more often, too. But, um, yeah, that was the first time they heard it. So, I think they were kind of – a little shocked, but at the same time, it's like, well, my contract was up. So if they maybe came a little earlier, a month <laughs> earlier and said something, but I, I think I was, I was just uh, ready to move on. So the the Instagram post was very spontaneous then. It kind of just came out of nowhere? <laughs> yeah, so one of my marketing guys was at the game, and we're about to go up to see the Lombardi Trophy, take the kids up, take the pictures, and I see him, and he's like, hey, if I throw you a Bud Light bottle – take a picture. I think I got this marketing thing I can do with you. So I was like, all right, dude, like, you know, shoot me like what you're thinking. He's like, just take a picture. I'll tell you the details after we get it, but you have to post and you have to be certain that you're going to retire within an hour. Oh, so I'm like, okay. well, I kind of like knew, like <laughs> even going into it, like, this is probably it. Like we made it to the Super Bowl. W- win or lose, I felt like that, that was it. So I was like, sure. I was like, what the hell? I'll take a picture of Bud Light and, uh, you know, see where we can go. And, you know, got a little endorsement off it. That's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, that that it's funny how those things come together like that. Uh, I remember waiting up, watching the post game stuff, just wondering like, were you gonna post something eventually, or if we, would you be up on the TV and say something? And I ended up going to bed, and as soon as I woke up, I saw all these notifications, and I saw it. I was like, oh, yeah, he, he did it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, um, you, you said it. I can't go out in a better way. Um, 
a two Super Bowl titles going out with a Super Bowl championship. Did you ever at any point think you could be in the league for 15 years? No, I mean, uh, obviously, you know, we stated before, my goal was 12 years. I got to 12 years. I got injured. I broke my ankle. So I figured I couldn't go out that. And we actually won the Super Bowl that year, too. So um, that kind of brought me back. I felt like I still had a little bit more left in the tank and just had more aspirations to keep playing. But, yeah, to say, you know, you win that one and then you win this one, um, you know, after so many years of not even making the damn playoffs, you're just like, you know, is it ever going to happen? Am I ever going to get to that pedestal? And to do it twice, uh, just so many people, obviously, not just me, but, I mean, I've been on some great teams, and obviously going to Kansas City was one of the best decisions I ever made in my life. Yeah, really. Uh, I'm amazing what uh, that decision uh, turned out for you because we talked to you, I think, right around the time you had either just signed with Kansas City or were you there for a year. And we talked to you about your free agency journey after your years in Jacksonville and, you right. know, the visits and talking to coaches. And, you know, there were a few teams going after you. And I guess it's safe to say you made the right decision. Yeah, and I'm glad. And obviously, like I said, there are so many people from the top down, Clark Hunt, Brett Veach, uh, Andy Reid. Uh, it's just a, a first-class organization and just a lot of respect for them. That's one of those things that and, – and we like you said, we, we've talked about this before – but, like, when we talked to you after you were with the Chiefs and, like, you had, like, great things to say about Andy was awesome because, like, I love I love Andy Reid. Yeah. You know, like, he – the Eagles were terrible when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. Well, they were really good when I was little. Sure. And then Randall got hurt and left and Reggie White left and they were awful again. And right. then they were terrible until Andy came and he turned around the franchise. And, like, so, like, I, I love Andy. But, you never you know. Sure. I know him through the TV. Right. So like when you're like, oh yeah, he's great, and I love playing. And I'm like, yes, you know, yeah. it's it's one of those things where you're just like, oh, that's that's good to hear, like because yeah. you, you know, you know, you don't ask those questions because you don't necessarily always want to know. But like sure. it, it's it it was awesome. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's just one of those coaches. Obviously, he's a player's coach, but at the same time, the ease of just like going into his offense or his office is just like just speaking to him. Like, there's a, many times in my career where it's like you kind of cringe and you creep by the head coach's <laughs> office. You're like, shit, don't say my name, don't say my name. And then, I got something to say to you. But it was never like that with Coach Reed. It was always like, he, and he sat in so many meetings, so many quarterback meetings, so many um, in Eric Bienemy's office, our coordinator. And he was always around us and always talking to us as quarterbacks and as a team that it was like, I mean, it was literally just like talking to a friend. And that that's what makes him so great. And that's the environment you want to have. Yeah. And that's why I think so many people want to play for Andy Reid, uh, both with the Eagles and, and now obviously with the Chiefs and what uh, the program has become out there is just uh, phenomenal. So let's um, look back a few weeks before the Super Bowl. Um, Patrick Mahomes, a little banged up, not able to play. People were worried about him. And you got to come in against one of your old teams, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and um, it, you know, it's okay, right? <laughs> it's just fine. Uh, record-setting 98-yard touchdown drive. What were you thinking um, the moment that you're stepping on that field? Like, damn it, why does it happen again in <laughs> these situations, right? I mean, is this one of those, not that the record season doesn't matter, but it's always those divisional games or the, yep. the games that mean the most that, Patrick seemed to just have a little tweak and go down and then, you know, I have to jump in there. But at the same time, you're excited. Obviously, the nerves are running through, um, the anxiety a little bit. But at the same time, if you just calm your breath, you rely back on your preparation, 
I always say I, I prepared like a starter each and every week, and I felt very, I feel very comfortable. I mean, five years in the system, I knew the system like the back of my hand. So uh, to go in there, not saying it's an easy task, but there's a lot of great players around me as well. So um, yeah, I just kind of just one play at a time. And when they said, hey, let's throw this uh, stick route first play of the game, I was like, hell yeah. I was like, let's throw the ball rather than, you know, they're probably anticipating run. Right, because you're back up to the back two up and yeah. everything. Yeah. And that kind of gets you going as a quarterback. I mean, you get your first completion, you start going, and, um, you know, luckily, you know, all the play calls were exactly what I was thinking, and uh, it, it just went the right way. Yeah, I don't remember if it was like maybe a third and short or a fourth and short on that drive, but I remember the play – and it oh, may not have been yeah. identical to the play you ran when Two you were playing ago. against when you were playing the against the Browns, the sprint out. right? Yeah. But I'm like, oh, that was the play. Now it wasn't Tyree Kill this time, but like just watching, I'm like, and again, it's one of those where I'm like, I knew that. I shouldn't say I knew that was coming, but like sure. I'm just a guy at home. I'm like, that's the play. Like you, you talked about it, like how you know they talk about. What are you comfortable with? And I'm telling everyone in my living room. I'm like, he told us, he told us that's the play. You know, he's yeah. like, but it, yeah. it's just like it was cool having that insight. Yeah. Looking, I'm like, there it was like, yeah, and that yeah, goes back awesome. to like all our meetings with Coach Reed and Eric Bieniemy and even Matt Nagy is that those plays come up in those situations. Like Coach Reed, if he has our rankings, which he does all the time. He's going to call that number one ranking, even if it's been called. Like if Patrick already called it and we called it, if I'm in there, he's going to stick to that game plan, which is great and makes you feel comfortable as a quarterback. Yeah, that's awesome because like if they're going to if they're going to take the time to ask your opinion, to value your opinion is a whole sure. nother level. Yeah. Like it's one thing to ask, hey, which ones do you like? Right. It's another to like in, in a playoff game be like, yep, this is what he wants. That's what we're doing. Sure. You know that's that's awesome. So you're able to end that drive with a touchdown pass. Um, First postseason touchdown pass, which I, it didn't even click at the time when I hear someone right. say it. And then I immediately go on Twitter. I'm like, man, I hope they save that football. And Dustin Miller, a, a Wilson football player, responds to me. He's like, yeah, Travis Kelsey threw it about 25 <laughs> rows into the, yeah. into the stands. I was like, ooh, I hope they were able to get that back, which came, became a whole thing with sure. Travis. Uh, he talked about it on the podcast, which I have grown to love. Like that is an, awesome. crazy, an incredible show because – Travis is incredibly funny, and I love Jason for being an offensive lineman and playing center, and him being an Eagles fan. Justin's always talking about how much he loves Jason, so I've watched that show religiously now. And one of my favorite things was Travis talking about like, "Oh, we got to get that ball back." So, did you ever get that ball? So I don't have the ball. <laughs> <laughs> the The man actually came on because they interviewed him in Kansas City on the local station and said, "Here, here's a ball," and he said he gave it back, but. I still haven't received <laughs> it. Still don't have uh, it. I do have a game ball though from uh, Patrick gave me the game ball, which I paneled then saying oh, like, yeah, "Hey, yeah. first okay. touchdown." Even though it's not the same ball, but right. we, we can pretend right. <laughs> semantics, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's good to know that like you know where it was, and sure. supposedly it's coming back. Hopefully, it lands uh, yeah. in your house at some point. But um, before we dive into a few of my other questions, since you mentioned you got a ball panel, one of the things I wanted to ask you about is. Do you ha are you like a collector of your things to remember those moments? Do you have game used helmets, jerseys, um, footballs, anything like that? Is there something that you keep? Are you a person that does that, or are you just like one thing's enough? I'll tell you what. Uh, you learn obviously when you get older. And a lot of wisdom goes through. When I was younger, I was just a cheap ass, and especially <laughs> in Miami, I think there. I mean, there are many jerseys that I had, and people like. Uh, I would have sponsorships where I'd get these jerseys, but I'd usually sign them, give them away, whatever. And I think I only have one, and it was 
left, rightfully so. It was our first like game as a Dolphin. We played the Jets in um, I don't even know what the hell it was called. Probably Land Shark yeah. Stadium or whatever. Oh, but it was my first jersey, and I'm proud that I have that one. So you have that one. I wish I would have bought the helmet, but you know, again, I was a cheap ass. But now, I mean, I have the Jaguars, I have the the Chiefs. And rightfully so, I can probably go to the Dolphins equipment guys and say, "Hey, can you give me a helmet?" But it's it's changed, so right, the logo yeah, has changed, exactly which the would kind of be you know not so good. But uh, I do have a lot of jerseys. I have all you know all four of my Michigan jerseys, uh, bowl games. Uh, I have all the colors of the Jaguars jerseys. Uh, like I said, I have my one Dolphins jersey, which is sad. I should have the orange, the teal, the white. Yeah, you need And that uh, the Chiefs jerseys I have and all the, all the balls that either I was presenting game ball by the team or if it was like a Sunday night or Monday night, like player of the game. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I wasn't sure exactly. You know, I've heard Ross Tucker talk about it. I've seen, you know, people do, uh, athletes do tours of their houses or whatever sure. and they have like these jersey walls and everything and i just was curious uh what what you like to hold on to if that was something you yeah. did we we were just talking just a quick side note on that like a couple weeks ago the, they sold a joe montana jersey went on auction yeah and it was the jersey he wore for two super bowls i'm like which that is crazy would, that would never happen now obviously yeah. right. but right. i'm just like the crazy thing to me wasn't the amount like it sold for some yeah, crazy a lot amount of obviously but i said i sent it to him right away i was like can you believe they wore the same jersey in two Super Bowls? And it wasn't back to back. I think it was, no, it, was it was one, and then it was and off, and then and it was, was the next again, one. Yeah. Um, but I was just, you know, just in terms of like obviously the whole merchandise thing, sure. it was changed over the you know yeah, forty Pat- some years that since that happened. Yeah, because so. Patrick and Kelsey, I mean, they switch out their jerseys every single game. Like oh, there's yeah, a new yeah. one every game that they switch out, whether they give it to somebody. They sign off on or they auction it off to charity or whatever, but every game they, they have a different jersey. Do they ever do like a halftime switch? Is that even allowed? I don't even um, know if it's allowed. I mean, I guess if you're, you know, a lineman or something and it's just too sweaty or, you know, stuff like that, but not normally unless right. it's ripped. I get, or I guess um, maybe if they, like the Hall of Fame calls them, like if you set a record in this, take it yeah, off, yeah. seal right, it off, right. you sure. know, we want to, you know, we've had Tom Brady's jersey get stolen in the Super Bowl before and right. end up in like Mexico and they had to get it back. So all kind of crazy things. But, um, um, let's see. Let's get to uh, some questions that were sent my way. Uh, let's pull up the first one. Um, a lot of people saying hello to you, Chad, including All your right. mom. All <laughs> right. Hey, mom. <laughs> uh, a lot of congratulations on the retirement and, and on your career. So I did have, and I mentioned to this earlier, let me... Uh, Okay, here we go. So I will transition this over so that everyone watching can see. This is from Twitter and Patrick Manwiller. He said to you, Chad, he wanted to know about your jersey number. Mm-hmm. He said for the majority of his career, Chad wore number seven. Was that number significance due to influence or was it something else? So what led you to start with seven? Yeah, so freshman year in high school, um, you know, I was more, I was a running back my whole life. So I was either 34 for sweetness or I was three. I was like, I had the three and the four in mind, and I felt like, well, I'm a quarterback here in the high school, and I think three was taken. So I was like, well, three plus four equals seven, So okay. and seven seems like a lucky number. Let's go with that. Yeah. So that kind of like continued, obviously, through Michigan, through Miami, through Jacksonville. And then seven was taken at the Chiefs by Harrison Bucker. So it was coming off his rookie year. He had a really good rookie year. And Brett Feach, the GM, said – Okay, so the only thing is, I can't give you seven. And I was like, come on, to a kicker? Like, 
what are we doing? He's, he's probably like, like, he's like, come on, man, you yeah, know, it's a yeah. kicker. Yeah, it's, it's, and he goes, it's definitely mental. And I was like, all right, well, I don't want to sw- you know, screw up his mojo just in case I have to play and I have to rely on this guy. So uh, I asked Chase, my son, what number would he like? And, of course, they had a couple numbers. And he said, Dad, I want you to be number four because at the time, Chase was four years old. Oh, see, that's awesome. So. That continued with, and I said, listen, buddy, when you turn five, I can't just switch you to five <laughs> and, you know, go on this thing. And he goes, no, no, just stick with four. So that's that's where the four came so from. So you mentioned, um, you know, we're talking jersey numbers, and you mentioned some players that had jersey numbers that you wanted or were. I actually have uh, some trivia we're going to get to in a little bit that this might come, this conversation oh, might come back, come full circle. All right. I am testing you specifically not. I'm actually horrible at uh, well, it just sporting some things trivia. that I came up with. Well, it's all related to you okay. specifically. Right. Well, so well, hopefully um, I can figure out my own. A <laughs> um, uh, couple other things here, um, John. We're going to talk about that for sure. We'll get to that momentarily. Um, Megan asks if you have any um, community events lined up, or if you're going to, if anyone's running a meet and greet for you now that you're back in the area. I think you have kind of like what you did maybe at the Reading Fight and Phils years ago. Yeah, uh, an opportunity to. Uh, you know, pictures, shake hands, get autographs. Not at the moment. Actually, I was supposed to do uh, at Ledger Rock the golf course uh, yesterday. Andy Miller, who actually did some lessons with Chase, um, I was supposed to speak to their golf team or his like six individuals that he does lessons with uh, yesterday. But he came down. I think he was sick, so uh, we'll have to postpone that. But there's some nuances like that that I'm more than happy to talk to kids and kind of just get how I think or how I went about a process. To share my experiences for sure, but as of now, I mean, yeah, I mean, if people want to hit me up for sure, I mean, I can't say I'm going to do everything, but uh, if it's something that's intriguing that I think work both sides, I'll, I was I'll say, definitely. It's got to be a double-edged sword to be like, oh, it's cool that people are excited for you, that like excited that you're back. It's also like everyone knows yeah. you're, you're back. And it, it was kind of funny <laughs> you know, today. So like, my son, okay. yeah, my son played a three-on-three basketball uh, tournament today at Exeter High School. And uh, so the coach, we split up three three teams as our one team just to go play. And he's like, hey, do you mind coaching? I was like, heck yeah. Like, I love doing this stuff. And, and like the whole time people were coming up, hey, can you sign this? And I'm like, and it was actually like while I was coaching, which <laughs> I didn't turn anybody down. I signed it, but I'm like, oh, I was like, but it, it was perfectly fun. They were super sweet. They were actually all respectful and uh, good good people. Yeah. Well, you bring out the best in people, as you saw with my daughter when you arrived. She was overcome with emotions, and she couldn't even say any words to you for a few minutes. Uh, but yeah, you're you're always really great with kids. I remember watching you. I can't. That was like four years ago now. The Reading Phillies event. Oh, yeah. oh, you, yep. just, you were there for like I think over an hour just yep. meeting everyone. Uh, but yeah, so any uh, events that come my way, uh, come your way, let me know if sure. you would like people to show up to something. Yeah. I will make sure I get it posted. Well, I uh, mean the Hall of Fame. I mean what you posted. So yes, oh, yeah, not cool. that that's like really, but I, I will be inducted into the Berks County Hall of Fame. Yes, yes, that's a good month. point. Uh, end of April. Yes. it is Sunday, April thirtieth. You can buy tickets. You can buy a table through the Berks County chapter of the Pennsylvania Hall of Fame. That's coming up end of April. So there's an opportunity right there. You buy a ticket to the, uh, to the dinner and induction ceremony. And you got, got a chance to not only meet Chad Henney, who's won multiple Super Bowls, but also James Devlin, who has won multiple Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Uh, also I believe baseball players at Wade and Miller. Wade yeah, Miller's Wade there. Miller. Um, 
two back-to-back state champion baseball teams from Holy oh, Valley yeah. uh, and longtime uh, Red and Eagle scribe Rich Garcella. So, yeah. and a bunch of other people that I just, I can't think of off the top of my head. But uh, yeah, looking forward to that. Um, Justin and I are making plans to have a table at that event to uh, cover and I'd like to take some pictures for a variety of people. And uh, yeah, it should be fun. So that's at the end of April. So right there is an opportunity. Check out the Berks County chapter of the Pennsylvania Hall of Fame, Sports Hall of Fame. So uh, yeah. I... I'll go ahead. I was just going to say, we're going to dive into trivia shortly, but okay. there is one question I have to and ask because it's what everyone yeah. wants me to ask. Yeah. So, But I'll let you go first. I just, I just, someone asked me, like, he said, obviously it's different when you're in the league, but they didn't know about before you're in the league and maybe now that you're out of the league. Like, is there like a team that you're like, hey, you know what? If I have to sit down and watch, like, I'm going to root for a team. My guess and what I said to the person was, I feel like. If anything, I'd say maybe the Chiefs, just because of the relationships you have sure. with the players there. But I was like, I would imagine it is a bit of like, you know, the relationships and you root for players in Absolutely. certain situations. But I said, obviously, he'd probably have a lot of those with the Chiefs right now. So that would be my guess. But yeah. I wasn't sure what you would Yeah, say. for sure. Definitely the guys that I played with. Obviously, the Chiefs will be very close to our hearts i mean that's where pretty much my kids were raised yeah. uh and they definitely love them we love them um but we're big sixers fans we're phillies fans we're not eagles fans which i get i get I, and, and it's not because of the super bowl and not playing but I, I just never for some reason never grew up a eagles fan and, I, I feel you i feel um, you. <laughs> yeah i was a 49ers fan growing up i was okay. a joe montana fan obviously western pennsylvania quarterback uh he was my idol um, but I wouldn't say I root for the 49ers, but like you said, it's more people that I've either encountered coaches, players that I respect that I'll always root for them. Yeah. Awesome. So, uh, two big ones, two big questions that I want to get to before we dive into this little trivia thing I set up. Um, one was, there was that report this week, uh, Adam Schefter said that you were already approached despite being retired for just four weeks, five weeks, that someone wanted to see uh, how steadfast you were in that retirement. Uh, what did you end up – can you tell us that team and what did you say to them? Yeah, it was uh, Washington, Washington Commanders, and uh, Eric Bienmi was our coordinator in uh, Kansas City, so he is now the coordinator at the Commanders. He, uh, I think, will do an excellent job there, but he reached out. He's like, hey, I think you could fit in. You know, We're trying to push Sam Howell. He's a young quarterback. I think you could be a great mentor, and if need be, I know you'll be ready. And, uh, I was like, okay. I was like, you know, send me the numbers. I'll obviously pass it to my agent and see where we go from there. And the number that he said, obviously wasn't the number that the GM said to me. So, uh, I was like, okay, well, I don't see that number. And he goes, all right, well, what's the number that's going to get you off the couch? <laughs> so I give him a number and let it be. It was, it was higher than I normally would do. And not saying that I'm greedy right now, but at the same time, that situation is not, to me, a backup job because nobody knows Sam Howell. Nobody knows what he's going to be like. Not saying he's not going to be great, but it's a little bit different when you're paying with Patrick Mahomes, right. knowing that you're automatically the backup. Yep. Like, right. I would go in there. I know the system for five years, so I'm already ahead of the game right. over a second-year player. And I'm like, uh, so if I end up, you know, week two starter and I'm getting what I'm paid as a backup, that really doesn't counterbalance. So that's where I kind of left it is. And I respect Eric Bianami and obviously just them reaching out. I, I thought out of respect, but I was like, as of now, no. Yeah. Well, and you, you said that you, uh, you know, you, you got your, you got 15 years in and you're ready to, uh, 
move on to the to the next stage. But I, I thought it was funny that as soon as I saw, you know, Ryan Wolver tagged me in it immediately. I was laughing about it. I was like, he's retired for five weeks and they already got people begging for him to come back. And of course, I tell my kids, and I'm like, Chase, what do you think? He's like, no, you're not going to the commander. I'm like, hold, hold on. Like, their defense actually is pretty good. And they have some good players. So Chase draws the line in this thing. So he knows. He's yeah. like, so I'm sure he's all in on the Chiefs. Does he have well, other, other, like, is he going to always now be a Chiefs fan because dad was on the Chiefs? So I'm a I Chiefs think fan so. Forever. I'm sure kids will persuade him, obviously, here. Like, even when we were in Kansas, like, he wasn't a big Jayhawks fan, but we went to one game. Okay. And he was like, yeah, like, dad, I want a jersey. <laughs> no, you said you weren't a fan, so you don't get a jersey. Okay? <laughs> like, but yeah, he's funny. I mean, he, he loves sports. He loves watching it. And, uh, you know, I love experiencing with him. That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, I saw you already mentioned you were coaching already here. I saw you were uh, hanging out, coaching out in Kansas City, and um, Hunter's also playing very yep. active in sports too. So very uh, sports driven family. I don't think anyone could be surprised by that. So has it been easy for them to uh, get acclimated back here in the area, both with school but in um, the activities? Yeah, I think in the schools here, they accepted them. I mean, right when they walked in. And um, I think sports do help, too, like being on those teams. Mm -hmm. So we got home last Monday, and we had the first ba uh, basketball practice that night. Like, we flew in, like, 12, 1 o'clock, and coach was like, hey, if you're around, we have basketball tonight at 6. I was like, we'll be there. We'll be there. Like, just so Chase could, like, feel comfortable. Right. And Hunter knew a couple girls um, – that we kind of solved throughout the summer that people that we graduated with that have kids. So, uh, she knew some, some people in her class, but, um, it, it's been great. And, um, the schools are great here. And that's one of the reasons we came back here. The people are great. And, um, you know, we're, we're looking forward to the, you know, school and the end of the school year and, uh, see where it goes. Um, to piggy to jump one step back to the unretirement questions. Cause my dad asked, he wanted to know if someone would come around during the season. Is that something you're going to be entertaining? You know, you know, six, seven weeks in, all of a sudden someone needs someone. Is that something that you think, you know, at, at this moment where you, maybe, you know, is it kind of just depends on the situation? Yeah, I, I think I'll never say no, never, but I'm pretty content. Like it's going to take like obviously a contender and the right situation. And Coach Reed, even when I left, he's like, well, just like if you ever get the itch, I'm just saying, like, you never know what happens. Like, Patrick, like a divisional like game, that. you know, 2024, Patrick goes down. Hey, can you come in next week? I don't know about that one, but you know, I'll, I'll always stay ready. But, um, yeah, as right now, I'm very content of where I'm at with the kids, just getting the house settled yeah. and settling in here. Yeah. So the overwhelming question that I received from anyone and everyone when I asked, hey, what do you want me to ask Chad when he's on the show, was what are you going to do now? What, what are your plans uh, now back in this area, both professionally, you know, um, you, we've talked in the past uh, on this show about you wanted to train quarterbacks, mm -hmm. run, run, you know, football clinic type thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and you've also showed an interest in coaching in some capacity. Sure. Is that anything that you focused on yet? Is that, you know, it's only been five weeks, I know. But is there? did you have a plan going into retirement saying, all right, these are my next steps? Yeah, and I think uh, as, as I look forward to it, like coming up, uh, I don't want to do anything inside because rental space and kind mm -hmm. of getting that all situated. And most of the place is already rented out throughout sports. But once it gets nicer out, 
where I can get outside, kind of use the free air and, you know, a lot of the spaces out here that I know. That's when I'll start engaging and kind of reaching out and kind of putting my name out there for training. And um, that's where my mindset is now. Um, Coaching-wise, I'm not sure because I don't know how busy I'm really going to get. And the good thing about that is that I can set my own schedule. Mm-hmm. Like, I retired for a reason to spend time with my family. Like, I want to obviously spend more time with Brittany, uh, Hunter, and Jay. So they're, they're priority number one. And I feel like training, I can at least set my own schedule and go to their practices, go to every game, which I, I'll, I'll definitely be at. Um, coaching high school, which I still do have aspirations for, but it's just like, well, I might get too busy and then then I'm taking on that and I just don't I, I don't want to go in just half full. You know, I just want to go full You're force full ahead. Commitment. Yeah. And so right now, right now it's just gonna be training and just see see where it goes. Okay. Well, I know um, a lot of people are hopeful with you back in the area that you'll end up uh, coaching in some capacity at some level sure. um, around the Wilson program. You know, I'm sure uh, Chase will be playing for, I guess, Van Reed this yep. fall. Yeah, he'll, uh, he'll be Van. This will be his first year in pads. So, oh, nice. Goes, okay, yeah. very exciting. And yep. then just a few years down the road, then and hitting middle school. So yep. maybe maybe Justin and I will see. Yeah, him. there you go. <laughs> so. Both friends are. We'll see if friends are still around. Man. <laughs> I think maybe maybe we talk to Anton sticking around. You know? <laughs> yeah. I can't. I, I you know it's always a possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was the big one. People want to know, like, what, what are your plans? Are what are you what are you gonna get get going? Because I know people are excited to have you back. Um, you know, want to talk to you just like we did, but also, uh, like you said, put your knowledge to use. You know, sure. train train the next generation, and that's uh, it's good to know that that's uh, that's what you're looking to do. Um, as long as it didn't impact family time, which sure. I, you know, after the last fifteen years, you've certainly you've certainly earned. So um, I I do have one sure. one other question that I had just kind of. I, I thought of this earlier in the week, and I, I don't know what the situation was for you, but I, I know I've read that there are like, you know, when people are professional athletes, there's certain things like that sometimes in their contract or even just like as a responsibility, because like, I don't want to mess up how I make a living mm-hmm. um, that you can't do, whether it's like, you know, ride a motorcycle or, you know, do things like that. Is there something that like, and again, outside of sports that like, you're like, Oh man, I couldn't really do this because like I'm I'm a professional athlete. That now you're like, you know what? Maybe now I'll go skydiving, or maybe now I'll. Do- <laughs> Is there something on that list that you're just like, I don't know. I think I think I'm going to do this now. Yeah, me personally, no. But Brittany would say automatically we're going skiing. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was a big skier, and I I think I maybe went skiing once. She took me once in uh, college, and I thought my dad was literally going to kill her. <laughs> Like, he literally called it multiple times. Like, you better not, like, Never get him again. injured. Right. And we went down, like, I mean, it wasn't even big. Like, there's not a lot of big mountains in Michigan. And just, like, this little bunny hill. And I was like, all right. Like, I was a skate guard at Body Zone. So, I'm right. like, I feel like I can do it. And it wasn't as easy as I thought. But Brittany would say, hey, let's go skiing. But I'm like, at this time, like, even when right after we were done, she's like, let's go. I'm like, well, it's freezing cold here. And we're going to be living in cold weather the rest of our lives. Why would I go on vacation and freeze my ass off <laughs> instead of just like let's go somewhere warm? But well, we didn't even have a winter here this year, so yeah, I mean, yeah. well, that well be knock on wood, it's still March. <laughs> I've my that, men- that mentally, that I've shifted. I've shifted to spring. Oh yeah, I'm ready I'm for baseball. Spring. Like let's get I going. Mean, it was cold this morning though. I know and it today. was. Yes. yes. So um, I want to move on as trivia, but now I got a lot more questions for you. So um, first, uh, I got congratulations again. Um, so big thirty three game end of May. 
Um, Wilson's got Cam Jones playing. Have you ever, have you talked to Cam? Yeah, I've talked to Cam, talked to Cam and Cam? obviously uh, Jaden. I've known okay, yep. Jaden yeah, yeah. for a little bit. Yeah, yeah was, you know, their, their dad said congratulations, and he said, come watch Cam play the big 30 <laughs> yeah, game. For so sure. I'm going to photograph that, so awesome. uh, maybe I'll see you there. Yeah. Um, also, i uh, got a question of when you moved back <laughs> here, was there something that you were craving food-wise? Was there something that you wanted, like, I can't get this, you know, in Miami, Jacksonville, Kansas City, but when I'm in Berks County – this is what I want to eat. Is there like a local staple, like cheesesteak pretzels, you know, is that, that you're like, yeah, I need, no, I need now to you're get just it. like got my mouth water. You know? <laughs> I mean, the ring bologna and cheese, if you're not, you at, if you're not yeah, at yes. like a get together and there's not ring bologna and cheese, <laughs> you're, not thing, like, you're not in Berks County. I love, I love when Ross Tucker posts that kind of stuff. And like, he's like, you know, 99% of my feed is not going to have no idea yeah. what this is. And yeah. all the people around here and I look at it, I'm always like, of course I know what that is. Not, you know, obviously understanding that you don't have to drive too far, and people are like, "What is that?" What is that? <laughs> well, yeah, Ross tagged me in his icy tea post. That nice. was a that was a big one for me. I used to hold like, that up to Penn that State. That is my the nectar. Like that is my vice is uh, Clover Farms icy tea. And yeah, Ross was like, "Most of you people have never had the greatest drink in the world." And then they went, "What well, Clover Farms icy tea?" So. Yeah, I mean, obviously Philly Pretzel Factory, like that. Uh, yeah, like pizza places out in the Midwest are not very good. Oh, really? Yeah. So like oh, a, a nice slice of pizza yeah. is very hard to find. So that's always good. I Obviously, cheesesteaks. Uh, Chase and I went to uh, the Sixers game last Sunday. So, we went to Chicken and Pete's. So, we were there. So <laughs> Philly State. Yeah. So, you know, those things that you always. But there's always a good home homegrown food here. Yeah, for sure. So, um, we're going to jump into trivia here uh, quickly. And this is the Chad Henney trivia that I have uh, – come up with so hey, don't cheat we're gonna oh no <laughs> yeah. pulling up his phone cheating that's already right. that's right um so these I, I i have five what i called names questions and then five numbers questions so the, these five name questions are going to be player names and then the numbers are going to be st- statistical um so i'll pose this we'll wait a few seconds see if anyone in the chat can get it um or if you know it off the top head you feel free since it's about you you can just throw the answer out there Justin, this is on you too. You gotta, you gotta oh, know this. All right, here we go. So, question names. Question one of five. Can you name the player to start the game before Chad Henney's first start at each of his stops from high school through the NFL? So, right before you debuted for a team from Wilson, Michigan, Miami, Jacksonville, and Kansas City, uh, who was the player that started at quarterback before you? Every player. So. So we got Wilson would have been, I mean, Ian Firestone, we kind of split the first game. <laughs> I didn't count Ian. Okay. So, uh, Tony Sapola. Yeah. I, that's Wilson. I knew that one. And I wasn't even here yet, but okay, I knew that sure one. Sure you did. I knew yeah. that one. <laughs> so you want me to answer or Justin's gone? See, the Michigan one, <laughs> Michigan one's a little harder. Because, I'm pretty sure he knows. Know. Yeah. Well, because he was. He Big, was, long, he was, like tall. Well, the name that's coming to mind. Multi-year. Was there for a while? Four years. He played four oh, years. I can't remember if the guy I'm thinking of was there before Just you were after. It. Is it Ryan Mallett? No, no that's right. that was after. after. Right. John Navarre. John Navarre. That's yeah. right. That's right. Um, you know Miami? You probably should know Miami. J E T S. Yeah, Chad Pennington. Chad Pennington. Uh, Jacksonville. Now, this is first um, start. Just, mm-hmm. okay. First start. I can probably only name 
I already put it up in the chat. I mean, there, there's been a lot. Of uh, oh, your mom, history, got, your mom Mark got Brunel. John. Your mom is got that John. Who it was? Well, that, that was the one I was thinking, but I was like, I'm like, there's no way. But I'm like, Mark Brunel is one of those players who played to his like 40, so yeah. I'm like, maybe no, it was Mark Brunel. Mark Brunel may appear sure. later in this, if okay. I'm remembering, if I so, picked that question. So, it, no, it's not. Oh, um. You know the name. You know the quarterback. Yeah, who was Went it? to Mizzou. Oh. Um. With uh, still in the Tampa league. Bay Buc- yeah. Buccaneers. Yeah, it's with Backup to Tom Brady. <laughs> I like putting Justin on the spot. Had long hair. Was it? Who is it? Blaine Gabbert. Wait. What? Really? Yeah. yeah. He was drafted uh, first round the year before I got there. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. everyone knows Kansas City. Right. Yeah. right. <laughs> That's pretty, pretty easy. Everyone yeah. to yeah. say. We mentioned Patrick already multiple times. So we'll, we'll move on. Um, your mom got John Navarre. She nailed that one. So good. Oh, I actually, and I had a, apparently I had a, oh, yes, I had a bonus on this one. Could you name the team that your first start was against at all those five stops? Oh, my gosh. Oh, geez. Uh, first start, was it Harrisburg High School? Yep. Uh, Michigan, Miami, Ohio. Yep. Miami Dolphins, Buffalo Bills. No. You came in, I believe, in relief against the Bills, I think. So the Jets? Yeah. It, nope. This team actually appears twice in the next three answers. What? Yeah. It was shocking to me, too. I did, I did not know this. I felt like it was the Buffalo Bills. I don't know. Come on, Justin. <laughs> help me out here. What is it? The San Diego Chargers against oh, Miami. Oh, well, Dolphins. that wasn't a start. I came in that one. I oh, was, did, I, yeah. did I flip-flop those? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to flip-flop. Get your facts oh, right. Wikipedia. Yeah. Wikipedia That's why wrong. I didn't know it. It's okay, so then, so the, so I was thinking Buffalo San Diego. Bills, so we Chad got, got injured against yeah. San Diego. Okay, yep. then I flip-flopped them. I should have yep. made that change. Um, Jacksonville, you know who was? Jacksonville. This is also... Um, you had you played a lot the week before because it was against injured. the Colts that I came in a yes. week before. So who was the week after? Mm. You actually, I, oh, it was the Titans. It was the Titans. Titans. They were very good. Yeah, and uh, the Chiefs. The Chiefs. Uh, my only start was the Chargers. The Chargers. Yep. CT my ass, baby. Twice, <laughs> Tell Brittany that one. Was that the <laughs> was that the snow game? The Chargers. Uh, uh no, but it was cold. It was cold. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, very good. Got you. Uh, you nailed those. Schooled me on the Buffalo Bills too. I must be like, how the hell? You can't remember what the hell I told you. Selective listening. <laughs> it was like a couple of years ago. I had to have a hearing test done, <laughs> yeah. and I came home like, I know you're not going to believe this, Jamie, but I, I, they said I passed the flying colors, <laughs> like, <laughs> which was maybe the worst case scenario because then I didn't have the excuse of, yeah. oh, I just didn't hear. It. All right, names question number two. Can you name the players that caught Chad Henney's first touchdown pass on each of his five teams? Oh, boy. I don't know that one. Um, you've already said one of these names. Wilson, let's go with Andy Rowland. It was not Andy Rowland. Ian Firestone. It was Ian Firestone. Ian, okay. Yeah, against in game two against Stroudsburg. Okay, yeah, I threw like um, four ding dongs in that one. It was um, twelve uh, to it, six, Barnburn. Yeah, it was a it was an interesting <laughs> game for sure. Yes, uh, we had to go up there on those buses, and it was yeah. a fun yeah fun time. Um, how about at Michigan? Michigan, Braylon Edwards, absolutely. Miami. That was a recurring theme there. Right, yeah, Henry to Edwards is um, seared into the back of my mind. I love watching the highlights year. of that Michigan State. Hey, game. I'll yeah. take Henny to Edwards over Henny to Manningham any day of the week. So, um, <sighs> the Dolphins. Oh. Narrow, narrow it down. Let's go with Fasano. 
It was not Anthony, no. Ted Ginn. No, it wasn't Ted Ginn. Uh, Ronnie Brown. <laughs> it was not. Nope. Check down. <laughs> uh, um, so his alma mater is a school that you don't discuss openly. It's not a team you like to talk about. Ohio State. So, so but, but it wasn't Ted Ginn. But it wasn't Ted Ginn. No. Who the hell else? Was... I don't know. It's Brian Hartline. Hartline. That was my first touchdown pass? Mm-hmm. No way, because he came in like two years later. Dude, you're if trying. I screw this up you're, again, I swear yeah, I will double check. Because Hartline, that. I actually went uh, 2009. I went to go recruit him, so I had to. I had to throw it before him. Well, or or Pro Football Reference is screwing with me because that's where I got all this stuff from. So that might have been though. You, 2009. You, see if he's 2009 Hartline. Brian Hartline. Let's see when he was drafted. Because Ginn came in in 07. If it's, two, if it's it was 2009. 09 to 15. He played 09 okay, to 15. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep, his first year I believe, was in I believe, 2009. You know, I believe. Uh, three touchdowns that year for, for Miami. Nice. So. Um, how about Jacksonville? Uh, Cecil Shorts. Absolutely. And Chiefs. First touchdown with the Chiefs. Uh, Byron Pringle. Yep, you oh, got it. Yes. That's very good. Very good. So... Uh, uh, Justin, thank you for your help on that question. Yeah, Justin, way to go. <laughs> hey, I got the first one. I got the first one. Yeah. Um, I honestly, my first thought when I came up with that question, I was like, that's got to be Andy Rowland, right? I was like, he threw a touchdown first game. Andy Rowland had, then he left for most of the Saturday, come back because of heat exhaustion. But I know Chad threw it to Andy Rowland. And I looked, I was like, no. no I think I was throwing it like at his ankles. I couldn't like figure it out. I was, it was bad. <laughs> All right. Question three. Names question three. Uh, Chad Henney holds multiple records at Michigan, including career completions, pass, passing yards, and touchdowns. He's tied for first in single-season touchdowns and tied for second in single-game completions. Who's he tied with, or who does he trail? Got to be John Navarre. No? John Navarre is not the answer, no. Is it new age, old age? It probably has to be new. It's pre-your arrival. Pre my, uh, how about Greasy. No, great, great guess, but no. Tom Brady. Tom Brady is um, the single game <laughs> completions. Um, you're tied for second. Um, Tom Brady has that one with 34 and 99 against Alabama. Wow, nice. How about touchdowns? Season touchdowns, single season touchdowns. Who are you tied with? At Michigan. At Michigan. For 87. Single season. Oh, single S season. Single season. Just touchdown passes. Just touchdown passes. What did I yeah. do? Like 26? 25. 25. Oh, man. Uh, not, not Brady, Tom not Greasy, again. not John. It's not Tom again. No, Tom was the answer. I had to get a Tom Brady answer in there when I'm talking, yeah. when we're talking football. So uh, he was the single game completions. That's who uh, you trail there. But Jim Harbaugh. No, that would have been, that would have been a fun one, but no. This one is. A name that Denard Robinson. No, it's before you got there. Okay, Drew Henson. It is not Drew Henson. <laughs> that's a good. No. That's a good one. Um, th this. How this about Elvis Gerbach? You got it. Oh, there it is. Elvis <laughs> Gerbach. That's right. Elvis Gerbach is always one of those when he gets when he comes up in Michigan. I'm like, wait, Elvis Gerbach went to Michigan? Like it just that's never... another 15 year guy. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Ravens, right? You played for the well, he Ravens. He played for the Chiefs as well. Oh, that's right. He did. Yeah. 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 So, all right. So that was names question three or five. Let's quickly move on to question four. 
Chad Henney set the Wilson High School single-season passing touchdown record of 23 during his junior season in the fall of 2002. Who has since broken his record? So the name of the Wilson football player oh. who broke your single-season record. I think I know this record. one. Yeah, you definitely know this one. Yeah, I know too. Gosh. I say I, say I know this one. Then watch me say the wrong name. I can picture his face right now. I, just, I, I play golf with him like every year. Yeah, you definitely yeah, did. Yep, yeah, yep. We, you're thinking the right kid. God, why can't I think of his name? His dad's Joe. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Your your mom guessed Zach Zweizig. It was not no. Zach Zweizig. Nope. No. I taught Zach his like my first year teaching. I taught Zach. So you know who it is. Just, the name is just escaping you. It is Jake Templin. Jake. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Jake had 30 touchdowns. Jakey. I played 20, golf. Uh, okay, I in 2014. Sorry, Jake. <laughs> Asshole. I actually should just look at my phone. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Your mom's got a few. Zweizig, Hetrick. Um, it was not neither of them. It was uh, Jake Templin in 2014. 30. And I believe actually. I was the, actually there yeah, for that the game. Day yeah. That yeah. Yeah, yeah, the day that it happened. Yeah, it was in the playoff game. Which it was later, yeah. Kind of, you guys went a little further. <laughs> yeah, well, we can have a discussion about uh, the inequities of the when we were playing in the playoff format versus what True, has been. True, the six uh, games for right, – Right, we bring that up to like, the kids like about how there's – Like if we went 9-1, like, one, we might not Right, how the, the only playoffs. four teams made it and there were only four classifications. Yeah. Like, no, um, but that's that's a heck of an accomplishment. Uh, yeah, and Good for Jake. I talk about a 2014 team all the time. It's one of my favorites that I've ever gotten to see. So that was – and Jake, great. So, yeah, yep. I had to, had to throw that question in there. All right, last of the names questions. Um, Chad Henning wore jersey number seven as a Bulldog, Wolverine, Dolphin, and Jaguar before selecting number four as a Chief. Who wore number seven before him in Miami and Jacksonville and number four in Kansas City? Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> I have no idea. Seven before me in the Dolphins was the kid that came to Philly. Yes, you were absolutely um, right. Came from Philly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fiedler. AJ. Jay Fiedler? No, no, no. You're you're close, though. You're just confusing the, it's AJ Feely. AJ Feely. Oh, yes. 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 AJ Feely. Ah. Yes. AJ oh, Feely did wear number seven yeah. before you with the Dolphins. Okay. Jaguars number seven. So you mentioned Mark Brunel. It was not Mark Brunel. No, Mark he was number eight. He was number eight. But the person who wore number seven in Jacksonville. That was uh, McCown. Was it no, McCown? No. He may have worn it, but wasn't before no, you. I, don't th- I think he was, he was something else, too. This is Mark Brunel is a, a, the Jaguar quarterback because he was their first quarterback, one of their first quarterbacks. This guy's also synonymous with Jacksonville quarterbacks. He's also an offensive coordinator in the NFL right now. Oh, Byron Leftwich. Byron yeah. Leftwich. So that's right. the name I was trying to come up with when you were asking about like who who the quarterback was before him, but I couldn't come up okay. with it. Okay. Um how for the Chiefs, who were number four you? Number four before Nick you Foles. For it was Nick Foles. Oh. Um and then uh, he went and wore number seven for the Jaguars. Then a little yeah. bit later, so I'm trying to follow me. Yeah. Fun- funky, uh, <laughs> funky connections here. So yeah, that was it. All right, let's move on to numbers now. No more names. We're going with numbers. So our first numbers question: How many career touchdowns did Chad Henney throw at each level? High school, college, and the NFL. Jeez, seventy-seven in high school. Oh, uh, let's see. Hopefully, I got these right. Um, okay, so 70 something, it's 74. 74, yeah, okay. 
I was hoping that you weren't college precise on that. College <laughs> 87. It was 87, yes. Pros, was it 60? 60 does not include the postseason touchdown. I strictly yeah. went by yeah. uh, the way that Pro Football Reference had it listed. They don't include postseason touchdowns. Yeah, which pissed me off because my interceptions, I was like actually really excited because I was like, just leave me in so I actually can have either tie my interceptions <laughs> or surpass it. <laughs> And they, I kept looking. I'm like, I know I'm close. I thought I was like one or two away. You bum. But yeah, postseason post not included. Not included. So you you nailed that pretty good. Yeah. Um, the the Wilson stats book, and actually, I believe I looked it up online um, on a high school football website. Had you had 74 for Wilson, 87 for Michigan, and then 60 in the NFL. All right. So question two. Um, that Justin Unique. Pick it up. Oh, yeah. this is, oh my gosh. Um, this is this is so a did, lot of a couple weeks ago. Natalie was down here. She got a NFL or a football trivia like. Yeah, book she was for, on the show for about uh, a month ago for, for her Christmas. Birthday. Oh, for her birthday. Yeah, it was and right she sat down here and was just like rattling them off. And then like some some we know right away, you know. Yeah, sure. But like there's some where it's like all right, like let's talk about. And then we have to be careful how we phrase it because like. Is it is it an old player? Well, old to her and old yeah, to us. Like, like, yeah, he yeah. played in the nineties. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So a numbers question uh two of five. Which NFL player caught the most touchdown passes thrown by Chad Any and how many? There's your numbers. Numbers aspect of that one. We have already mentioned his name this evening. Cecil Shorts. It was Cecil was Shorts. Do you know friend. how many? Numbers come full circle. Let's go seven. Seven, absolutely. <laughs> Cecil Shorts, seven touchdown receptions from. Well, when you Chad. guessed seventy-seven high school ones, I was like, "Oh my gosh, that would be just crazy!" <laughs> like, <laughs> all right, you got that one. All right, um, numbers question three. Chad Henning was a second-round pick in the two thousand eight NFL Draft by the Miami Dolphins. What was his overall selection number? Um. No, I know I was sitting next to Joey, and he almost punched a hole in the ceiling when, it, when that <laughs> pick came through. Fifty-nine. You're very close. Seven. Fifty-seven. 57. Yep, numbers coming around, yeah. and I yeah. I always remember that one because that's my wife's favorite number for some bizarre reason. Fifty-seven. I, nice. I've always asked her, she's like no explanation. We're sitting there, and it just like you know, you know how it is. You can start to get this stuff like coming through online before, and you're just like, oh my god. <laughs> Oh, your mom got it, 57. She nailed that one. All right, so last two here, and then we'll finish up with a couple more questions that have come in since we started this. All right, number four. Uh, Chad had a statistical best season as a Wilson Bulldog was as a junior in the fall of 2002. During a five-day period in October that season, Chad connected with senior wide receiver Andy Lajato for how many touchdowns in a five-day period? Five-day period. I've heard this before, but I don't know what it was. Because I've I, mentioned it to you Right, we've, we've talked about this on. Our game against Penn Manor got rained out and moved from Friday to Monday, and then we also turned around yeah, and played we... Township that Friday. So Monday to Friday that week, how many touchdowns did you throw to Andy? It's on two games. Yeah. Let's say... Seven. I'm gonna guess seven because <laughs> yeah, you know what? Believe it or not, you're too low. <laughs> oh, oh my, my god! Oh, not the best teams of that year. Nine. It was nine. Yeah, oh you threw four gosh. on October 14th down at Penn Manor Sugar Bowl. Uh, five <laughs> yes. on Friday, October 18th at home for Senior Night. Uh, Andy caught five touchdown passes from you against Manheim Township. There's um, a sandwich shop across from the field at Millersville. There. 
The Sugar and, Bowl. Yeah, called the Sugar Bowl. Oh, okay. And it's become legendary status for us. And so when we go to the games at Penn Manor, we now go before the game and then we usually go after, after the, the game. game. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, and it's just like your standard like right, pizza like, sub shop sure, on right, college right, campus. Yeah. But it's kind of it's just become this weird tradition. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we actually had Bulldog or Bulldog Hour supporters pay for our meals the last nice. time we yeah. went there. I okay. showed up and people awesome. paid. Yeah, it was yeah, great. So it was no a, sandwich shop though. <laughs> that's right. That's no. right. I know, trust me. My dad like when we go and if he's at the game, he's just like I feel weird eating at a place like this. I'm like, it's nowhere close. Right. Yeah. right. <laughs> We're in a different county. <laughs> Uh, all right, so that was a good one. That was a good one. I like I like the the Wilson question. All right, last one here. Last one. Oh, this one actually comes from Justin. He doesn't realize it, but he'll get it as soon as I read it. Chad Henney's retirement ends a long streak of Bulldogs in the NFL. Oh. How long has it been since a Wilson graduate was not on an NFL roster? How, long, how many days? Uh, how many days? Or you can give me a two in years too. Okay. It's a long time. Is it? It's a very long time. <laughs> I was going to say... If he got the days, I'd be really Yeah, worried. you're not going to get the exact <laughs> I'm going to go with something with seven. <laughs> yeah. uh, yes. <laughs> you would be correct. It is something yeah. with a seven in it. I'll say... Let's go with... What is it? 2023. Let's go... 11 years. Nope. No? Way longer than that. Since any, well, you were in for 15, so how many years are there hasn't, how many years since the last time an NFL roster This doesn't count as practice squad or? Uh, So, so I went from a draft day to your retirement is essentially what I, what I did. I know technically you probably had, wasn't under contract on draft day, but I'm just, it made it easier for me. Yeah. I don't know. So we're talking the careers of. 17 years. You. (laughs) John, yeah, and Carrie, right? Because I mean, all, I you overlap. All overlapped. Yeah, you all overlap. Yeah, uh, you overlapped with Carrie, actually. Yeah, so that's 2010, right? So when? So 13 years? It's, no, no, no. It's combined. All oh, of you. Combined. All of you. Yeah, 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 all yeah, yeah. Of you. yeah. So like, when was the last time? There wasn't a single. There wasn't a single. Yeah, yeah. No. When's the last time there wasn't a single Wilson Bulldog on a roster? Uh, How long has that been? It's it's a long time. 30. Close, yeah, close to it. So it's 27. There you go. 27.75 years. 27. I got I got to give credit. I think I sent that to you, but I heard it from Jake. Oh, the, the question. Jake, we didn't we Jake didn't Peterson, know, but yeah, Jake, asked, okay. and I think he heard it from I think I think Tony Setley, who okay. he played with at Lebanon yeah. Valley. So right. like Jake well, went to I mean, both Tony, yeah, Right, yeah, yeah, so you both know him, yeah. All right, so uh thank you to Tony, Jake and Justin for that <laughs> yeah, question. Uh, it's actually 10,159 days wow. from April 22nd, 1995 through February 12th, 2023. It's crazy. Yeah, long, and when you posed that to me, it blew my mind. Like, I was like, right. it's a long time. Right. Um, so I just picked out Carrie's draft date and your retirement date, and that's where we ended up. So I remember. 94, right? Uh, he was drafted yeah. in 95. His senior 95, year was yeah, 94. The yeah. year I moved here was the year John was ended up getting drafted okay and i just remember he'd be around like yeah. working out and you know, i went before this i went to a small school you know with generally not that too many big kids you know stuff like that and i see john like working out i'm just like 
that is a mountain of a man. Yeah. Like, you know, and like, and this isn't take, he is a big guy. Sure. But like in the NFL, he's yeah. another guy, you know, like in yeah. terms of size, like you just, man, I, I think that's one of those things. A lot of people don't appreciate that. Like if you've never been around yeah. like NFL sure. players, like. Yeah. Well, it's even basketball. You go to a basketball game. Yeah. So like I'm around yeah. big guys all the time. Right. But basketball is right, extreme. Right. Well, it's, so my sister um, got to sit courtside at uh, the Denver Nuggets, Nuggets. last nice. last Sunday. And she's just like, my sister's not real tall. And so some of these players are legitimately two feet taller than yeah. her. And Joker, it's just Jimmy like, right, he's just insane. And I was trying to get her to like, you know, yell that Embiid's better the whole time. But she wouldn't do it. She wouldn't <laughs> take me up on it. But, but um I would you know, agree. It, right, yeah. It, I right. think we all would, yes. <laughs> um, so, Chad, we're, just a few more questions here. don't want to keep you too late, but you were kind enough to provide some pictures from your Super Bowl experience uh, that I wanted to share while we go over these last few yep. uh, last few questions. So I'm going to roll through that for people uh, watching here. You're just going to see some pictures that Chad kindly provided uh, to us here. Uh, some of them you may have seen. Some of them were, were, were new to me, so hopefully uh, people will enjoy seeing them. But um, let's see. So we we talked earlier um, about your appearance on shows with Adam Schefter and mm-hmm. Ross Tucker, uh, and we mentioned Jason and Travis's new heights. Is there a chance that you're going to get an interview with those guys at some point? Is there going to be a Chad Henney segment? Of I don't know. Event? Maybe. Because I know they go down. Uh, Jason is in Sea Isle, and oh, okay. uh, we go to Avalon, and... Jason comes down. I think they do a charity event somewhere yeah. at yeah, a they, bar, yeah, they and the they actually tending. do yeah. like the radio show yes. there. It's like a thon, not yeah. a thon, but it's something right. like that. So maybe like I can get into that. I, I think it's usually in June, but I know that's a that's a riot. So maybe well, that um, would be interesting. But <laughs> well, if yeah. it's a if it's a charity thing, it's a ticket event. Justin and I might have to. Uh, I think <laughs> yeah, you would uh, have just, no problem. Yeah, I mean, I think, you can, I think you can drink like twenty beers with the Kelsey brothers. Totally, like, Jason. Who, Justin <laughs> is in to do that with Jason. Who doesn't yeah. want to do that? Oh, right? Gosh. Yeah. I, I don't honestly. I don't think that's enough for Travis. I think mm-hmm. you could. Uh, no. <laughs> the stories yeah oh my gosh yeah. uh let's see what else i got here for how how about the relationship with the quarterback room you know like you and patrick were really close but it seemed that um shane buchel and chris oladokin were you guys were all really close you were hanging out on the the parade floats i think mm-hmm. were are you all together it was all the quarterbacks on one float yeah. together yeah um and um Chris had that amazing shirt, um, not vintage, I think it was. Yes, yes. Um, I didn't even know that existed, and I saw that shirt. I didn't even realize it. You know, there were so many people on the floats with you and in the stands. I thought you were taking a picture when I first saw it of like a fan. And then I realized, I was like, oh, no, that's one of the other quarterbacks wearing that shirt. Uh, Amazing. So what what is it like uh, with not just with Patrick, but with um, the young guys too, the guys that, you know, look, look up to you as a, the season back. Cause I believe I saw somewhere, were you the oldest player on the team this year? Yeah. By four years. Wow. So, wow. Are um, <laughs> trying to think who's the next one. Uh, I mean, Kelsey's up there. He's 32. Um, but ancient. Yeah. <laughs> not by, but no, I, I mean, those guys, the, the reason why I like them, first of all, I mean, I try to give back as much as I can and try to teach them what I've learned and always give them my information. But at the same time, they were always in there willing to work. And I think that's what I appreciate it because 
nowadays sometimes kids just don't want to spend the time and just think it's just going to be handed to them but these kids really came in Shane and Chris I mean Shane's been with us for two years now but Chris came in and he fit right in and he was a Steelers draft pick wasn't yes, he? Yes so he's yeah. seven round pick with the Steelers but um, I think they see like Patrick in there they see me do all my work and they kind of just like followed along and we would quiz each other on the side and it's kind of funny I mean, I wish I would show you a video. I should have sent that to you. But my thing, like, when we go to our home hotel was, like, we would go over the first 15 and we would, me and Patrick would rotate plays. So the assistant quarterback, Coach Girardi, would say, here's the play, what's the formation? So that's, like, one of our little quizzes that we do. And my thing was, I was always so, like, not antsy, but I was, like, I try, try to lighten the room for especially the young guys. So my thing was, how many steps I could do running on the wall, like each time. And I, I've had my footprints in this hotel for five years now. And it came to the AFC championship and they both looked at me like, you know, this might be the last time those footprints will ever be on this wall. Should you sign it with the Sharpie? I know we're getting totally off topic here, but this is like one of the stories. So I did it. and I'm like, okay, this is the last time we get to the Super Bowl. And I'm going at it, and I don't know if it was the texture of the wall, but it was a little bit stickier. And I've only ever gotten maybe like two, two and a half steps, which is kind of piss poor. Like, I wasn't great. And I felt like I was going to like fall and hurt myself. I got four steps that game or that day and that night. And they recorded it. Oh, recorded it. And I was like, dude, we're winning. There's no way. We're not winning. I just like your number beat four, my best. Like, yeah. just... I beat my best by like a step and a half here. <laughs> and I climbed up the wall and I kept going. I came down and I actually almost hyperextended my knee and would have knocked me out, which would not have been good. But so, well, I mean, that would have put the uh, the skiing uh, yeah. a little bit different. <laughs> yeah, hinder on that. But no, but those guys, uh, they worked hard. They, they kind of like watched me and continued it. They would step behind Patrick with me. We do all the drops, but they're just uh, willingness to learn and always ask questions. Uh, I think was the best. So we had a great relationship. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah, I saw you guys just look super excited on that on that parade. The the pictures from that are awesome. Yeah. So I'm going to jump to that right now because I saw those. Um, and Nag- like, I don't know if Nagy's in a couple um, of those or not. So he's actually taking pictures of you. I yeah, think, I mean, I'm your... sure we all saw Nagy's dance. I mean, did, have you seen it on the internet at all? Uh, I think I did. Yeah. yeah, I think I did. Yeah. So. What is that experience like? So I didn't realize, and I heard this on on New Heights, Travis talking about it, that when you guys won three years ago, it was like super cold and really awful cold. weather. Because I, I was thinking, I was like, I don't remember pictures from that celebration. Yeah. But uh, these, Fast and Furious, and you could find them. It's great you joining Instagram in the last year or two. Yeah. Um, because now everyone that tags you, you can find people tagging you. So sure. I was able to find pictures like. Professional photos, like this looks like an AP or a Getty pho- photographer took these. They're really well done, or a professional yeah. photographer in Kansas City. But there are just people on the parade route, like taking pictures of you and tagging you. And I could see all different angles of the same shot. But yeah. um, these are fantastic. Uh, what was it like for for you to be on the float celebrating like this, knowing that you um, were hanging up and this is one of the last things you'd get to do in the city, but also have you know, Brittany and the kids with you to yeah. experience it as well? I think that was the biggest thing because they weren't there the first time. So the experience with them and i mean patrick was great i think i showed a picture of chase holding his mvp i, I have that one, uh, yeah. trophy and we were on the bus before we ever got on the float and uh patrick's like all right chase i'm gonna have you be in charge of this and i kind of like like that i was like chase don't, <laughs> don't. drop that 
sticky yeah, fingers. Mike, sticky yeah, fingers. but he he was like, "Here, Chase, you do it." And I think there was one. I didn't send you the video, but there was one. A ball tried to was thrown up to Patrick, and Chase actually caught it. And I, Patrick I like that, looked yeah. down and was like, "Were you throwing that to me?" And then Patrick was like, "Throw that back!" And Chase threw it back, which is kind of cool. But awesome. they were like him, Kelsey. They were awesome with the kids, which was one of the best experiences, obviously, for us as a family. But I mean, just to be with the city. I mean, all the fan. I feel like Arrowhead's one of the best places to ever play. Like they get hyped each and every week. Uh, some of the best fans, and to get back to them, high five them. And really get them engaged uh, with us th- throughout that whole process was awesome. You have anything else? Well, just so like I have a couple more. I know you you've gotten to play and like it's maybe different because Arrowhead was like your home stadium, but like Arrowhead's an older stadium, mm-hmm. and you know you go to places like Las Vegas sure. where you know like and I, you know I think it's cool, but like I feel like Arrowhead's so cool, you yeah. know, and like I I hate. Well, okay. Well, actually, I'm changing my question mid-thing here. What are your thoughts on the idea that the NFL may move the championship games to a neutral site? No, they shouldn't. I, I no. completely agree. I completely agree. No, because I all the people, agree. first of all, you know, ticket, we don't get paid right. without well, the fans. So, right. like, to take it away from a team well, that has earned their spot and for those fans to really, like, right. be engaged. No. Well, that's like I saw they had talked about it this year with the potential because the crazy situation. They were like, sure. well, they sold a lot of tickets. I'm like, yeah, but you're, that's misleading because I'm going to bet that Arrowhead and, and the Link are also sold out sure. this week. You know, right. it's like saying, you're taking oh, away we from sold, families right, saying that, oh, we sold yes. 80,000 tickets, that's fantastic. Guess what? We also sold 80,000, you know, like. Yeah. It's misleading to be like, oh well, we sold all these tickets. Well, yeah, but if if you were having a team that couldn't fill their stadium, well, sure. okay, then yeah. like I understand, but that's not the case. Yeah. Like, and you're taking away from a lot of people that almost take their whole paycheck that week yeah. and go to the game and uplift their emotions. It's part of who they are. Right. And to say, oh, well, they spend this amount on a ticket and now take it away and now they got to travel somewhere just to root for their team. Right. I mean, that's hope that's to, absurd. Hope to get the right to buy a yeah. ticket. Yeah, you know, that's, yeah, that's just absurd. I don't like it at all. Yeah. I, I don't. No. Um, a question in the chat from Brianne Gasser. Do you have a favorite football memory? Is it Super Bowl related or is there something else that just is it, you know, your first game somewhere? What is the one thing that when someone says, tell me about your career, what's the first image you see? Yeah, I, I don't – I mean, obviously the Super Bowls, like um, the last game in Michigan, winning the, the Capital One Bowl, setting Lloyd Carr, coach off, um, those always resonate. I mean, obviously when we played at Wilson, but I just feel like it's it's all about the relationships that I've always been with. Like there's always going to be the moments that I remember, but it's always going to be the people that I played with and the coaches and the people that have you know supported me or throughout the way. And I think those are the memories that are going to be tough sitting in a locker room and just like talking or just like there's a couple pictures of Patrick and I yeah, just sitting I there after the is, game. Yeah. Like those are the moments that you really like cherish, like just situ- like conversations that not are even about football. It's just right. about life. And I think those are things that I'll always remember. Last chat question. This one's loaded because it comes from my uncle. Who's a Patriot season ticket holder, by the way. He, he wants well. to know, where did you not like playing? I'm assuming he talks about stadium-wise in the NFL. As a visitor, where did you not like to play? Yeah, I mean, uh, the old Chargers stadium, Qualcomm, was horrible. Um, 
the Raider Stadium was bad. Okay. And, and I wouldn't say like the stadium itself were bad. I think it's probably more you walk into the locker room and you like have a hook and then you got a stool. Like, <laughs> was it also painted pink like that? Yeah, in Iowa. Iowa. Yeah. I mean, yes. that was actually one of the nicest like locker rooms we ever <laughs> part of. Like, I love that. But there's like those are the ones that like I can see that I'm like oh like Notre Dame like the uh, the older ones like can we just like renovate the away locker rooms and just make it so, but the hardest places to play i mean are all the rival games i mean it was hard to play you know when it was in oakland uh vegas is is awesome it's more of a a show right. than it's full on entertainment a game yeah, yeah. like you're always going to get entertained you see all these different people and whoever's in town like they're going to be at the game uh that's cool but I think the older, like Green Bay was always my favorite because okay. it was, they were welcoming, but it's again, tradition, like Lombardi. Like I just envisioned all those coaches and all those players, like yeah. star, like far, like all those guys in those moments, uh, that, that are really cool. Okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, Jamie got the uh, Wilson question. 20, he said 27 years. Oh, so he yeah. was, he was right on on that. Um, yeah. All right. So let me, uh, well, I had one or two that I wanted to single out. Make sure I got to where were we? Oh, this past August, uh, the Chiefs posted on Instagram uh, you walking with your quarterback group, and you, you uh, picked that up. Actually, <laughs> I didn't hear the bulldog until Joey picked it up. Uh, I said, "Hey, I, I do what I can." So, what was the onus of that? Like, where did that come from? What what spurred that discussion? Nothing, because first of all, that was probably like when I was really first uh, social media. I had no clue. So, like the sound, like all that crap, and even posting. I'm sure, like half of my posts were like cut in half. Some like Patrick, Shane, and like Chris would always be like, "Dude, you got to repost that. You're cut off." Like the head. I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, just why don't you guys do it for me? And then when we picked that up, we were just walking. I think there's uh there's always like a camera you know, teams have been doing with a saying mm-hmm. or a question. Yeah. And I think one of them was just like saying, and Patrick was like, Bull- Bulldogs or Wilson Bulldogs. Wilson Bulldogs. And I was just like, all right. And I, was like, <laughs> I, and I actually didn't even like, I didn't know what the heck he was talking about. I thought like somebody in the stands was from like Wilson. And I'm like, oh, somebody's like wearing a thing. I'm like, where? And then you show me on <laughs> Instagram and I was like, Oh shit! I was like, "How the hell did you hear that?" So I was actually visiting my my in laws out in Pittsburgh. So I, you know, shoddy cell service, trying to get on, and I think it was Ryan Wolver again. Yeah, he he tagged me. He he. Yeah, Ryan was on it too. Yeah, and, and he was like, "Did you see this?" And I was like, "No, but that is incredible. I got to repost and it's that going yeah. everywhere." And then yeah. you, I think you reposted. Whatever I had posted, and it says you said something like, or you reposted the Chiefs post of it, and you said something about like the ducklings or something like that. Yeah, like, yeah. Following you. Yeah, and then I was like, I didn't even know what the heck. And then I listened to it. And I'm like, oh wow, you actually have to put the thing with the X. You have to click that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there it is. So, Good. But um, that was actually one of my other questions for you was what um, what made you decide to join Instagram? Because we know you're the LinkedIn guy. Yeah. What? How are you now, Chad? chad.s.henny on instagram what created that was that something from family was that a britney thing was that a pressure for you have to be on some other form of social media other than linkedin like what how did that come about yeah i I think it was just like some of the opportunities was was better on like those bigger platforms Mm -hmm. um whether like you know i wanted like something like golf clubs or something like that that i could like take advantage of or something i liked 
that I wanted my agent to like either reach out to or that I could support somebody or do something with. And he's like, well, the LinkedIn, they're not real high on that. I was like, what do you mean they're not high on LinkedIn? I'm like, that's the best platform there is. You can just talk about business and like actually read good stories. And uh, so then I got on this Instagram. It, it's it's pretty good. I mean, it's 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 been a lot of fun just to like watch. I mean, obviously, we all know the stupid things that go on it, but they're hilarious. And uh, it's a good platform to kind of oh. engage and, uh, you know, kind of reach out to people that you normally wouldn't do. Justin and I only communicate in Instagram reels. Like, we just <laughs> you, send you funny actually, ones back and yeah, forth. Like you, sent, you sent one that summarized it perfectly. Like, we'd rather send things to our friends through social media instead of actually talk to each other all day. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I mean, you've done a great job. You're up to 26 and a half thousand followers, which is pr- pretty darn good. Uh, and uh, I know for, for my Wilson content, I'm always excited to see what, what you post. And then I, I had to like focus on anything the chiefs would post because you know, there's, there's Patrick met dropping Wilson bulldogs. And yeah. uh, anytime that, that, that you were doing something, I want to make sure that we, that I shared it so that everyone in the community could see. Sure. Um, and honestly, by and large, those get a huge, uh, huge interaction. Yes. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. It's been, it's been a lot of fun. It's been real great. So my last question here, it's going to come full circle. Um, I want to ask you how many times you think you've signed your name by now because uh, <sighs> you uh, you can't go anywhere without having. Well, after today, after the three on three, it's definitely up another hundred. <laughs> well, and we also um, got my daughter got you twice as soon as you got here. Um, so yeah, I was just just wondering that because I've gotten into cards big time. We're back yeah. into cards. I was a huge card collector as a kid. I feel like this sure. is like a rite of passage. Like, yeah. If you're a kid, you're going to collect cards, whether, you know, you're into the Pokemon or whatever it is, the art, art cards, game cards, or you're into the sports cards, which is what, what I went to, you know, in the, in the 90s growing up. And then just in the last three years, probably something out of the pandemic, just kind of, you know, what can I get into? And I just love opening cards, but seeing like the number of types of cards and the parallels of the cards and how many their autographs there are, just thinking, how many times could a, how, does an athlete sign their name? Yeah, I mean, obviously, depends like how popular you are, but I would say a couple hundred thousand. I don't know, uh, especially when I was a rookie. When you say uh, talking about cards, every rookie gets like a card deal, especially if you're drafted and you're slotted, you know, a certain amount of autographs. So yeah. to have those, but yeah, I mean, back then I was signing probably almost thousand to five thousand a day. So I have two thousand eight rookie football cards. Here. Look at that. I, uh, I'm going to, like, how guys, long have you had those? Um, about three days. Oh, <laughs> Cause how I, the hell that had to be expensive or not. No, no? no, no. Matt Ryan, Joe Flacco, and then I've, Chad. I have, <laughs> have these connections. So, uh, if you guys want to take a few packs, open these up. You're, if my son, well, obviously my son's not going to see this, but he loves cards now. Um, I'm also aware of that. So actually I have this here for you to take home for Chase. Oh, yeah. So, Thank you. Uh, so uh, the only thing I ask is Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson. Oh my god! I, by the way, I've got I've got a good one for this. Jay Cutler. He was in my draft class, isn't? It? Well, they're they're not all rookie cards. Oh, okay, okay. They're just they just could have two thousand eight rookies in them. Cedric Ellis, so, USC. Let's Cadillac see. Williams, Roscoe Parrish, Jeff Garcia, Donovan McNabb, baby, Joseph Adai, Derek Anderson. Derek Anderson, Greg Jennings, Jason Taylor, Fred oh, nice. Davis. With the, with the red oh, here yeah. you go. Here you go. 
Nice. Mario Manningham. Manningham. That's awesome. Algae so. crumpler. Algae. All right. So uh, I think you probably only get maybe one Wait, rookie a pack or something. Here we go. Okay. So the odds of us. Deion Branch. Oh, look from at the that Miami one. Dolphins. Yeah, there you go. Nice. We got two, yeah. two Michigan men here. Tony uh, Pierce. Tom Brady. Oh, throw that on. Yeah. <laughs> John Elway. That's uh, good. Okay, one. that's good. Um, oh, Trent Edwards. That's a quarterback. Frank Tyler. Gore. Philip Rivers. J.T. O'Sullivan. Is that a rookie? Fred Taylor. Yeah. Uh, no. Mm, no. No, J.T. is older. No, no, no. He's older than that. Oh, here's your, here's the Matt Ryan. Oh, and Andre Woodson. You no, know it's classic is like some of these pictures, like they call it the <laughs> rookie premiere. We were in uh, at the Coliseum in USC. Brandon Marshall. Like, oh, that's where you're Sweating our asses off. It's like 110 degrees in that thing. And we're like, actually, there's one. Oh, my God. What? I pulled it. Boom. Are we you got serious? It. We got I one. No way. Justin <laughs> got one. Look at that. I guess. It's classic. Here, you got to hold that up. Look at that. Look at that. It pulled it. Boom. Live on air. <laughs> Pack Griffin. Justin opens the chat any rookie card. I look huge. That was the last. Is that the last card that you opened? Second to last. That's second awesome. Last. It was the last pack. It was second. The last card was uh, Jonathan Stewart. All right. I think the best one, though, uh, honestly, throughout that whole process, they cut up a leather helmet from back in the day, and they just had us yes. put it on for like two seconds, and they cut it up and put it in a car. Oh. But that picture... It counts as is, player worn. Though. Yeah, is right. ridiculous. Right. I, oh, I'm pretty sure I have <laughs> I mean, it. I, like, um, yeah, the, it was interesting to see how that, that went. So, you're the, you know, obviously the rookie cards are the big ones that everyone wants. Those are the ones that are worth the most. Yeah. Um, but the way that cards have gone in the last five years is absolutely insane. Yes. I don't know. I, I, are you in? Are you a card collector? You know about it because Chase is into yeah, it. Yeah, Chase is. But there's guys in our locker room, oh, Andrew they, Wiley, like they our right tackle. Their own, or they collect their teammates. No, all kinds like Pokemon, like sport cards, and they're in like the best business because it's like, oh, I got a great Patrick Mahomes oh, or yeah. Travis Kelsey like hey can you sign it and not that they're selling it but they're keeping that for yeah, right. probably 20 years and then somebody's going to be rich after that yeah. <laughs> but, okay well awesome. I'm super happy that uh, that that card was in there I mean look uh, at that two Michigan guys I Jake did, Long look, you got right. and that, that, that might be a parallel right there too look That's at that sweet. and you got the Manningham you got yeah. like the, the trio yeah. the trio That's so sweet. Um, well, there's no way I'm letting you leave without you signing that. So yep, you got it. <laughs> um, but I, I, oh, the only other thing I wanted to ask you was about March Madness. Yeah. Um, My bracket how's your bracket? Sucks, is it bad? Who, who do you have winning? UCLA. That's who I have. Okay. So. I, I probably haven't watched it. I'm a big Duke fan and okay. Duke already yeah, lost. lost so. um, I think I, I have UCLA versus so Baylor. I had UCLA Kansas, so yeah. I lost, lost that one. Um, Adam was disappointed to see Duke lose. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who, who do you have winning? I have Houston winning. You have Houston winning. Okay. Marquette was a – Stevie actually played really well today. He did. He yeah, did Stevie play really well. well. It's, a, yeah. it's, it's a bummer. That was a that, tough one. Um, so Austin, generally, I'm happy Austin to see 10 wins. But. really upset that Stevie and Shocker. Marquette lost. However, he was a bit relieved because he was in a panic because he's like, I picked K-State to win. That's who they would have to play in the next round. Oh. And he, he was like, I don't know what I do. I don't know what I do. I'm just like, buddy – We'll figure that out next week if we need to. But he was upset from that. um, Speaking of Austin, um, not only did you and your teammates destroy Justin's hopes and (laughs) dreams in the Super Bowl, uh, you got to destroy 
Austin's hopes and dreams. So the week, Austin, two weeks before, Austin is a huge Chad Henney fan. Yeah, but but he is a, a big Bengals fan. Oh, so he likes he likes Burrowhead. So, huh? well, so I let it. I say it's okay. My wife's a Steelers fan, so she's not okay with it. But like, <laughs> I, I'm like oh, Bengals. That's fine yeah. because he liked them. He liked Joe Burrow when he played at LSU because sure. he liked Tigers. Yeah. I'm like, that's fine. And then Joe Burrow went to the Bengals, who were also Tigers, and he's like, okay, that's cool. I'm like, all right, yeah. and they were they were terrible. So yeah. I was like, look. You're you're in when they're bad, okay. Like that's okay. Like, and then they got good, and I was like, oh no, yeah. Now, <laughs> now this is a problem, right? Yeah. Right. And I was like, it it was tough because like there were tears, but like, okay, you know, it's all right. And I was like, okay, because the Eagles are going to Super Bowl, and, <laughs> and but I'm just like. Yeah, two weeks later he goes. He then goes, he saw Dad cry. Well, I was gonna say he's like he's like now you know what it's like, and I <laughs> and he was trying to be comforting, like he was trying sure. to be like oh yeah, like he meant like oh yeah, we've all been there, and I'm like, buddy, I'm an Eagles fan. I already knew what this was like. Yeah. I didn't need to go through Not it again. Not only are you an Eagles fan, you're a Philly sports fan. Right, I just got to see them lose three championships in right. what six months. Right, <laughs> you know the combination of being older and. They have won it, so like that right, yeah, really takes the edge off. That certainly like, does. That, um, yeah, that one when we were in college, that did not set well. Yeah, <laughs> I did not handle that one very well at all. <laughs> yeah. Well, Chad, I wanted to. I was going to invite you to our March Madness pool. Um, I forgot to send you the link in one of my emails to you, um, but clearly there was nowhere for you to go. Um, you couldn't. You've already reached the peak because the award for winning our bracket challenge is a show shirt and an appearance on the show, <laughs> and you've already got all that. All right. So well, um, you're gonna beat my butt anyway. Maybe, <laughs> maybe next year. Maybe yeah. next year. Um, but any t- every time March Madness rolls around, I I think about um, in March or I guess it was actually early April 2013 when we were in Atlantic City, walking around. Michigan was in the. I think there was. Was that the Elite Eight going to the Final Four or maybe Final Four yeah. going into the yeah. championship? Uh, Michigan was playing. Yep. I think actually they were playing Syracuse because yeah. Penn State basketball has I think that was Chris's Chris, uh, yeah, bachelor, yeah, Chris's party. bachelor yeah. party. Yeah. Penn State basketball, men's basketball has not been great. Yeah. Um, so I don't get to cheer them on. So I always have an adopted team. And by and large, that had been Syracuse. I'm a big Duke fan. love Coach K and everything. But Syracuse was the team that I – and I think that's who Michigan was playing that, yeah. that weekend. But and Michigan won, went yep. to the national championship that year. But we're walking around Atlantic City, and every single person – that is wearing a Michigan shirt, you run, walk up to and just yell, go blue. Yep. And they have no, no clue. <laughs> it was hilarious. You know, this Probably is Chris only... scared him off. I, mean, <laughs> I, can, I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. It was so funny when we, we were walking from casino to casino in this courtyard and these two, I think it was these two girls walking the Michigan shirt and you're just like, go blue. And they just kind of like looked at you and no, like, they have no idea. Like, he's like, yeah, like... It was. It's only funny because the five or six guy, you know, that we're yeah. here, we're laughing, and it's it's one of my fun. It's one of the funniest things I think of every time March Madness rolls around. It's, um, the most successful Michigan quarterback just told you go blue, and you have no clue, no clue. True fans. <laughs> so um, that I've heard that story, and it's actually like my nightmare because I'm just like, right. oh gosh, who do if, I not if, recognize? Right, if somebody wouldn't wouldn't. Like, yeah. if I wouldn't recognize somebody that I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'd feel like an idiot. Yeah. Like yeah. not saying Jake Templin. I mean, 
Not that, I, but like seriously, like come on. I, I remember. I, forget, like, I talked to Jake like probably every year. I'm like, <laughs> right. come on, dude. So, um, well, I think I think that's it. I think I I, I think I'm out of, of questions. I think I got everyone in the chat. If I missed you, I'm sorry. Um, but I think we I think we got him out. Um, Cheryl said we can burn the Elway card. She, your mom does not what? like John Elway. So my mom's from Baltimore, and he refused to go there. Yeah, and. She's from Baltimore, <laughs> so they're just super subject. stubborn, and yeah. we'll never. I say that like I, I still like Scott Rowland made the Hall of Fame this year, and I'm like, no. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, I think that's it. It's Chad, thank you so much for joining sure. us. I know we went a little bit, well, actually a lot longer than I expected to go, but we had a lot to talk about. Um, I love playing trivia with you, and uh, thanks for answering the questions that I had and the chat had and that Justin came up with, and for opening cards and, and pulling one of your own. I guess Justin pulled it, but you were here to see awesome. it. Yeah, that's so cool. uh, that was a lot of fun. So, um, you know, hopefully... We'll get to uh, talk with you uh, more often now that you're back in the area, and we do really appreciate you calling us two years ago. That was uh, yeah, that was, that awesome. was certainly a highlight, and all the times you've been on the show with us. Glad you're healthy to be here with us this time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there you go. We missed the Bulldog Hour a few years ago for that one. The Super Bowl recap the first time, and what awesome that we got to do it a second time. So yeah, congratulations on the second Super Bowl win and your retirement, and uh, looking forward to. Uh, seeing what you uh, got going on next in your, uh, in your career and uh, with your family. Yeah. Thanks so much. It was, uh, it was a pleasure having, uh, being on here and talking with you guys for sure. All right. Anything else from you, Justin, anything to say before we get out of here? Uh, no. You, yeah. Thanks for coming on. I know Absolutely. it's, you know, taking time out. So yeah. I appreciate it. All right. Well, that is it for episode 374 of the Joe Mays and JRF show. Uh, another interview with, Chad Henney, and we will be back again uh, in one week. We'll be back to playing NCAA Football 14 Dynasty Mode. Yes, we're in our fourth year with the Florida Atlantic Owls. We uh, nice. we're we're pretty we're what 34 and 10 I think yeah. so far yeah. in three and a half years. So we're we, we going on. We're playing. We're not on. What what is it? Heisman? We're not we're on Heisman. We're, all we're on all American. We didn't think we could start at Heisman, so we're on all American. He's defense. I'm offense. Um, Pull a few upsets. We beat LSU in the swamp. Did you guys bring like Lane Kiffin back or what? <laughs> no, it's Coach Joey Raffle. <laughs> um, it's just the the magic, the magic of uh, Justin and I together. So um, yeah, so we've got a lot of people, tons of watchers, which is what I expected. So uh, appreciate you, Chad. Thanks sure. also, Justin, for taking the time out. Um, I know you guys are away from family. Don't want to hold you up much longer. So we will say um, good night, and Justin and I will be back again in one week to continue probably talking about the NFL. Cause what else? I mean, we yeah, got, we'll, we can, we'll push baseball another week, you know, although we do have uh, Andy Hoffer coming on uh, to last year's weeks, March right? Madness winner in, nice. in two weeks. Yeah. He's going to join us. We'll talk. We're going to talk Penn state football then. Um, but maybe we do have to do our baseball preview next week then. That's right. Phillies all the way. Right, Phillies. Let's do it. Like Let's it. do it. <laughs> all right. So thanks for joining us, everyone. We'll be back in about a week. Uh, oh, birthday shout outs tomorrow's Greg's birthday. Happy birthday to oh, yeah, Greg. Yeah. Happy uh, birthday, Greg. And uh, also, um, yeah, I, I think that's it. I think that's it. I'm, I'm, we got another show before a few other birthdays. Right. I want to shout out. So, um, um, Deb Red K says, Welcome home, Chad and family. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Appreciate it. We'll see you again in one week.
that's a wrap on this episode of the Joe Mays and J-Rap Show, brought to you by Mays Sandwich Shop. You can watch each weekly episode live on Facebook, Periscope, or YouTube. Be sure to like, follow, or subscribe to the show on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. You can also rate and review us on many of these platforms as well. We'd love to hear from you. Send your emails to the Mays Sandwich Shop inbox at joemaysandjraff at gmail.com. The Joe Mays and J-Raff Show is a part of the JMNJR Radio Network, home to other productions such as the Bulldog Hour, Tangents with Friends, and Nat Chats with Dad. Until next time. <laughs>